I actually went to uh, the government building and said, Clay is actually no longer my brother. <laughs> I'm emancipating. <laughs> Forever. And welcome to Beyond the Table, a podcast about a team of folks who love publishing and playing board games with topics ranging from capstone games news and industry insights to games we're playing and fun we're having. This is episode seven, recorded on September 27th, and apparently the madness continues. Hey folks, Tim here. Hey everybody, it's Jillian. It's Josh. Good to be back. Hey guys, it's Clay. In today's episode, after a few tales of our latest gaming stories, we'll head over to Capstone Corner to cover the latest news on shipping miracles and misery, as well as some titles hitting this fall. After that, this episode is all about convention season, having Gen Con behind us and Origins directly in front. Josh is joining again to fill us on on Twin Gate 2021 as we bid another teammate a bittersweet farewell. So with all that being said, join Jillian and I as we take this discussion beyond the table. Jillian, other than Gen Con and its aftermath, what is, uh, what's been keeping you busy? Uh, I think literally Gen Con has been keeping me busy and I don't, like, I <laughs> decompressed the week after and I felt like sleeping for another like two or three weeks. The Monday after we got back, I worked until noon ate some lunch and uh, decided to sit on the couch, fell asleep on the couch, and then (laughs) went and slept in bed for four and a half hours. (laughs) Yep. Sounds about right. It it took me a good three days. I I totally know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. It It was really fun, though. I got to try out new games, got to play Clank for the first time, and I really enjoyed that. It's like dungeon crawling and deck building, but... It it's like it reminds me of Nemesis in some ways because you're making noise as you go around or like generating clank or clanks, okay. whatever they are. The more clanks you generate, the more chance you have of getting attacked by the dragon or whatever the big bad is for whatever game you're playing. And I don't know, it just was really fun with the group that I was playing with. And I uh, was really selfish in that game and initiated the end game. <laughs> pretty much so i got into the lower level got out and initiated the last four rounds but i lost so (laughs) it's what i deserve (laughs) so josh is that a game that you've played yeah yeah i uh i've enjoyed clank uh i sold it to a friend because his son really really likes it and so i sold it to him on the cheap but i've the times that i've played it i really enjoyed it this is a title I, I've never got a chance to uh, to play, so that's why I was asking. I've, I was thinking that that I had seen it on your shelf at one point. Yeah, same here. Yeah, oh yeah, it was there. <laughs> I sold it to Scott. We can play it at Scott's house. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think you'd like it, Tim. There's like some co-opy incentives to it sometimes, maybe. But yeah, you have a chance to be selfish and mean. Um, oh geez. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's. Except hey, we're gonna me. cooperate until I stab you in the back. 
sounds like a Tim game. <laughs> Perfect. Like, let's do this together. Let's hold hands and then I'll throw you to the dragon. <laughs> Tim has told me so many times that every game is a negotiation game. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, every game, no matter what. All right, cool. Very good. Um, I also got to play Cascadia, which I don't know if you've seen. I really enjoyed that game. No, I don't. I don't know this one at all. That was AEG's one of their big ones, I think, at Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a Kickstarter game. The designer is Randy Flynn, and it's like a tiling game, sort of similar to Dwarf Romantic vibes, if you are familiar with that at all. And you're kind of trying to build your not like a habitat or like you're trying to build your ecosystem and get points based on the cards that are laid out. Like you'll have like bears, I think there's elks, hawks and stuff. And it's really quick and really easy. I got to witness Isaac Childress play it, who is king of dwarf romantic. And (laughs) I think he won, but I don't remember (laughs) to be honest. So that game is really cool. And I think I'm going to pick it up at Origins if it's there. That's cool. Nice nature theme game. Mm-hmm. That's I was just looking at it. The the colors, wow, they're super vibrant. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's Beth Sobel artwork, and I really like her um, art too. So all around nice game. Nice. But other than that, played some party games. Got to do a super secret play test that I'm excited about. I am most excited about picking up Sleeping Gods and Madara, which I'll let you guys talk about Madara because that's a that's a whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> that's a situation. That, that happened. Good. <laughs> I feel like it's like we all just got like drunk on Sunday and we were like, we literally didn't get drunk, but that's what it felt like. We we're all just like, I'm going to buy Madara. And it just was like a domino effect after that. Like it just was, we were all tired and we we're just like, whatever, I'm caving in. <laughs> this is what happens when I'm not there to save you all from yep. yourselves. I warmed down. I warmed down, Josh. You could see it. You could see it happening through the four days. I'm going to have to blame Ryan for that because he tipped it off on Saturday when he just randomly brought it over to the booth and was like, I bought Madara. And literally the first (laughs) thing I said was, well, Eric and I have to get that now. And so I bought it first thing Sunday morning. And then I see Justin come back with his copy. And then I see the Succubus publishing guys come over because they're like, oh, hey, we heard we should do a trade with the Capstone owner. (laughs) I was like, what? <laughs> Everyone's getting it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tim, you're a bad influence. Absolutely. That's horrible. Every He's day. Horrible. Yeah. Don't go to conventions with Tim. You just <laughs> buy super expensive things. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty pumped about it. So I it was like a easy fence for me to jump because like it's just right up Eric and I's alley, and I think it'll be great for our friend group. We just have to find a consistent four-player group. Yeah, that's not our Gloomhaven group, so yeah. we'll see how that goes. No, I get so, that. Jill, this was, I believe, your first board game convention. So mm-hmm. tell us, tell us what you thought about it, and what kind of like what you, more or less, like what you were thinking before the show kind of like what you were anticipating it being like and then when reality hit and all that stuff 
So I'm not going to lie. I was feeling extremely anxious on Wednesday before the show because I was like, I have no idea what to expect. And Eric and I just went and got really lunch. yeah i was I did like not know that yeah no, me i just neither. like we were at cafe patishu i think is what it's oh. called yep. um justin's the food guy at conventions <laughs> <now>. <laughs> he finds the best places to eat yeah we had breakfast good. there like every day but anyway, every day sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we, we were eating lunch there and I just was like, all these people were like texting me and like messaging me like, hey, I'm going to be in soon. And I just was like, oh, my God, it's happening. Gen Con is happening. And so I got it's just like a mixture of emotions, like meeting people that I haven't talked to for the last year for the first time in person, meeting people I've never met, getting ready for the show, working at the Capstone booth, just getting all that figured out. You guys can talk about it all you want, but I literally had no idea what to expect going in, especially this year, because it was just like everyone was so uncertain, you know. But then Thursday, I walked in and like as soon as I got there, like the nerves and emotions went away and I saw the people waiting outside and like the countdown and everything. And I did a walkthrough by myself see all the booths like 10 minutes before it was supposed to open and i don't know i just was already getting so excited i took a picture of like the warhammer booth i took a picture of the (laughs) gen con dragon genevieve or whatever (laughs) name is i don't even know i had a name name. (laughs) i didn't even know how did you find these things out i'm like what the heck i don't want to i just realized this is our main topic i don't want to jump the gun so let's pause there and pick up once we get there, I I totally derailed that, and that's that's my bad. I it's did not. Tim probably like what the heck, s- dude? <laughs> he can do whatever. Some snip, snap cuts or whatever. I am so sorry, uh, but yeah. So there Genevieve was Genevieve some... was the line that I crossed. <laughs> you named that dragon Genevieve. No, um... Yeah, that's my daughter's name. How dare you? <laughs> but okay, so we'll leave it. at There was some anticipation building. Gen Con is happening. Oh my gosh, and we'll we'll continue later on sorry 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 (laughs) any other cool games you've been playing sorry i'm just gonna shut up now no um i haven't really gotten to take a dive into the games that i bought there i actually like feel like i didn't get that many games compared to the other haul photos that i saw but i'm really happy with a lot of my purchases so i'm excited to dive into them probably after origins no, that's cool. Now, Sleeping Gods, did you say that you were taking a look at that? Yeah, which I'm really excited about because I heard that it's best at two players. Okay. So that'll be perfect for Eric and I to just pick up. And I watched a couple of videos on it and I was reading the rules and it seems pretty intuitive and straightforward. So I'm really excited to see where that goes. Very good, very good. Yeah, that was one that we were... Uh, we ran into each other back at the booth and both of us had a, had a bag full of uh, sleeping gods and looked at each other. It was like, okay, all right. This is probably <laughs> going to be a game that we're interested in. So now that was, uh, yeah. that was cool. Yeah. You got the expansion with yours and I wanted to switch our bags secretly. Uh. <laughs> oh yes. He wouldn't have noticed that at all. Nah. <laughs> it was a, it's like a thinner expansion. I could have gotten away with it. If I oh, totally. To. Totally. <laughs> oh, you on the show floor just stole this. How could this have happened? <laughs> All right. 
Josh, I, I know you didn't get to go to Gen Con, but what did, have you been up to? Well, last weekend, Natalie actually let me go out and play games. So it was it was pretty awesome to finally get to physically play games again. <laughs> oh, boy. And it was it was an epic night because we got to play a, t- a game of TKR without Tim. No, <laughs> three kingdoms redux without Tim. It was it was magical. Everybody was happy. Children were singing because Tim wasn't going to win. It wasn't a foregone conclusion that Tim was going to win. Oh, that's fantastic! Oh, and it was such a good game. Oh man, well, who won? So uh, Shoe did. It wasn't me. Oh, Shoe. Brian, our friend Ooh. Brian won with Guan Yu on the table. Oh, that's so, his favorite. Yeah, it's his favorite, and he won with Guan Yu, and he was so happy. He was crying. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually. Did he, uh, did I he... took a picture where it looks like he's crying, though. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one, the head and hands. Was he uh, yeah. Was he giving his Guan Yu Yelp? That's another another thing he'll tend to do is say, Guan Yu! <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, we had, oh, a, we had so a good, good. the game went too long. I couldn't I couldn't seal the game early because Wei was too far ahead of me because I was playing Wu. And the game went on so long that Shu was able to lock up both borders and a whole bunch of other stuff. It but, looked like it it looked like it finished with uh, the what domestic developments. Yeah. That's what I thought I had saw. Yeah. Okay. I don't Wei know. Wei won well Wei got um two five administration generals in the first deal. And they j- Wei just went for the two domestic development spots every turn, unless gotcha. Unless you're going to really dedicate resources, there it was it was hard to beat him because Zhao Zhao breaks ties. Breaks ties. So you, yeah. you have to go above and beyond that, and it just it was really hard to do that. And then by the time we were able to put the alliance token there, it just wasn't it was too late and way was too far ahead so we couldn't end the game and then shoe just swept in right at the end <laughs> goodness so, yeah it was a really good game though sounds like it i mean yeah yeah and then after that we uh we played dragon castle which was the first time i'd played that in the flesh so that was pretty cool i mean the tiles in that one are really nice the like mahjong tiles so that was really cool. And then, but the, we ended the night playing the Bob Ross, the art of chill game. Oh my God. <laughs> How is that? Honestly, it was better than I was expecting. Like they busted out and they're like, I'm like, cause I have never watched Bob Ross. I didn't grow up watching Bob Ross. So to me, the theme was like, who cares? Yeah. But, the same. Um, but for the, the other three people who were playing, uh, it was, they were just like, obsessed and it was pretty hysterical so yeah because they were playing the bob ross like theme on a loop they just had a youtube video where the bob ross theme was for a 10-hour video of bob ross and just playing that oh i was ready to like oh this is a real quick game an hour and a half later (laughs) oh no yeah, bro, I'm out. So, <laughs> so I oh, so I played man. that one, Josh. I played that one this weekend with with uh, with Fulton and Brian as well, and it was <laughs> a similar similar thing. Except we didn't have just the theme in the background. We actually had Bob himself painting in the background 
doing uh, doing YouTube loops. Happy and, little trees. Uh, and people, yep, and people freaking out. <gasps> Look at the happy little trees. <laughs> Look at the wondrous water. Look at the majestic mountains. Yep, now, absolutely. Now you guys have to watch the Bob Ross documentary. Yeah, we talked Netflix. about that too. Yep, <laughs> yep. I, I think it was Brian who was talking about watching that. And then did he learn about he his that? bad past? Yep. <laughs> did did he, did Brian still say that that is his second favorite game of all time? I I did not okay. hear that. I did not. <laughs> he, hear was, that. he was legitimately saying he was enjoying it so much that he made he said that was up there with TKR, and I'm like, uh. That no. that's a strong statement there. No, no. it's a game. It's, it's a definitely game. a game. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a game. It's better than I was expecting, but that still doesn't mean it was good. Yeah. What well, do, do you remember? What the victory points are called? Chill points. Yeah, that's They're chill points. <laughs> it's it's a race to. I can't remember. It's like thirty. I think it's a race to thirty it's a race chill. To have, whoever can get to thirty chill. <laughs> gets there and you're trying chill. to finish you're trying to finish the paintings most. before bob finishes them oh nice yeah sounds oh, interesting oh gosh he gets I mean, anything anything else josh any other fun no. wondrous I mean, uh wondrous water a, games no we had i played savannah park for the first time at oh, gen nice. con online i taught it and it was really good I was expecting it to be good and it was better than I thought it was going to be like <laughs> just the having to figure out how to move the animals around and like make the matchups and having to react to what your opponent chose. Oh my gosh. Great freaking game. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's I can't, I can't wait. It surprises you like that. Yeah, I'm excited for that one to, to get into the states and and be able to ship because that is gonna be that's gonna rock some people's worlds very It'll good be here someday we don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's how we'll talk goes. about that later <laughs> clay clay i i heard that you had some things to say about indonesia oh i my need goodness. to hear what you have <laughs> yeah. to say uh, other, other than he loves it <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to start off on a bad Dang. Like, let's talk about Pax Pamir first. There you go. We, did, we took uh, Jill, had a night out with her friends. So it was just me, Tim, Eric, Ryan, and Justin hanging out. Was that Saturday night? It was Friday night. Friday, it was, Friday girls, night. it was girls' night out for me. Yeah. Yeah. You had, you got, yeah, because we went to, I don't even remember where we went to eat that night. Oh, we went. You and Ashley went somewhere. Oh, and then yeah. the rest of we us, the rest of us okay. went somewhere else. Uh, Yard House, I think, is where we went. Oh, nice. Yeah, we went to uh, McCormick and Schmick's. Yeah, we had a good meeting there. But came back and played Pax Premier, five player top. Well, Eric knew how to play because we played it online. Justin, I think, was in the same boat, but Ryan was new. I was really, really impressed with with Ryan. He just picked it up like really oh, yeah. well, mm-hmm. and he was he was diving in deep to to some of the options and things at play. Really cool to see that, and just a good time. We uh, had a couple drinks. It was it was, it was kind of fun, and uh, <laughs> a couple. <laughs> a By the time I arrived, it oh was already interesting. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I had to get a little out of hand, but it was fun. Um, oh, and yeah, it was it was rough the next day. No, that was but, and that was a good one though. And, and you're exactly right. Ryan really 
took to it. Now, part of the reason why is I think he found his designated punching bag in Justin. <laughs> oh my and gosh. he just everything he did just just knocked Justin back. <laughs> you had Ryan on the Russians or whatever team and Justin me and you, Tim, yeah. were on the Afghan team. Eric and Ryan were the same team. And Justin was pigeonholed between them in the turn order. And so they were just like beating him up big time, <laughs> just going after him. Nasty. And me and Tim were like, yeah, you got it. You hang in there. <laughs> you can Put do some it. More guys. Put some more Excellent. armies on the map for us so we can get points. It's cool. <laughs> just put armies on the map i'm just gonna put my spy on your card it might kill it later but uh, we'll see i don't know but yeah the five player game it did take a little too long to do any kind of deep planning long-term planning because things change so much but yeah great great time wrapped it up with dice fishing and that was a fun little filler game yeah we'll we'll just skip over that real quick because i gotta (laughs) jump into indonesia because the we played that the next night saturday night with mike our buyer from alliance and ooh i can't remember his i think trevor was his trevor name? yes trevor i think he's a new buyer at alliance as well but um it was great to hang out with mike we hung out with him for a little bit at the open house that alliance had on wednesday and uh just really fun to play a game with him for the first time and we chose <laughs> indonesia to just to jump into and uh trevor's more of the uh, sort of a Meritrash, uh, beat up bad guys and and uh, that kind of thing. Dungeon crawl. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Mike was like, yeah, he's a big time. But what Mike said though is so true. He's like, he's like Trevor told me he's like, you know, I I really enjoyed Indonesia. And it's like I think I could play any game with those guys. Legit oh, said that. That's nice. So, oh, really? Oh, that's yeah, cool. yeah. Because he's he's more into the that that the other style of game out there and. He had a great time, so just hearing that was was really fun. But uh, yeah, so after playing all these games that we've got coming out with Capstone and just even Pax Pamir, um, all the new stuff, we jumped into Indonesia, and my God, the graphic <laughs> dis- dude, it's so hard to enjoy that game because I was pumped up to play it with Mike. I'm like, dude, this is like top three favorite game of all time for me. It's the, I mean, it's such a great economy. Every, the economy in the game is different every time. It depends on what the players do. And we're, we're playing this game, and it's like, you first of all, can't even use the bits that come in the game because they're, <laughs> they're so oversized. You have to buy custom small ones. <laughs> to make it, yeah, absolutely. To, to make it, uh, you know, somewhat usable and slightly less fiddly. Somewhat absolutely. Is, yeah. is the correct word. Because yeah, even then, it's like you're... <laughs> fitting stuff in there and like each little region has its it's like a square centimeter of room to (laughs) put these little tokens and it's just it was horrible man i'm I'm sorry but it was just that really i I just kind of like woke up and was like i am this game is not enjoyable anymore to me and i don't have any desire to play it it just was not fun i mean it was fun because we were hanging out playing with each other on this one game but the game itself it needs some serious work and i was just kind of disappointed with that with all the 
the deficiencies in graphic design on that po- on that part. I just yeah, it's it's one of those things we've we've been spoiled with some of the uh, you know the the the, the new production stuff. levels, yeah, the production yeah. levels of the last you know four or five years that have just come so far so fast that you look back at a game that you absolutely loved. The usability for- of Indonesia yeah, is damn I'm- near impossible unless yep. you're just you got to be on it and and you cannot slip up. If you slip up, it's just you got to retrace all these steps back to and and subtract all the math that you did and oh it was it was brutal man yeah we we had to count out a couple uh shipping routes uh, yeah. a couple couple times and that's uh <laughs> yeah it's n- not necessarily a super easy fun thing to do it was a disappointment it really was because that game was was really close to me and now that it's like it's kind of like I, I just i don't know i'm I had a good time with Pax Pamir though, and I'm thank you for thank you for showing us dice fishing. That's a great role in bidding style game with different types of dice. Really fun. Ashley whooped her ass in the first game, and yeah, then she did. She she crushed like got almost all the fish. Yep. And then was it Ryan or Justin nope, or it was who? Eric? Then Eric won the next day. Yeah, yeah the he same came thing. in and just was like, "Yeah, I'm cool with this game. Let me show you what's up." And <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. I love it though. It's it's a quick like I don't know, 20 minute game, and just enjoy the company when you're playing it. That's all. That's yeah. what it's all about. So, but anyway, really had a great time playing those games, except Indonesia. Except Indonesia. No, no, Josh. Josh, you played Indonesia what just just the one time? Yeah, with you, and you tripled my score. When did you play? It was a while ago. A couple years ago. Yeah, probably two years ago. Yeah. When you bring it to the table again, well, here's the thing. I think enough time has passed to where that will you'll have a similar effect. Tim just tortured me the entire game. It was just like, oh hey, I know that you have the the one company you have any value in. Hey, it's gonna merge here, and you can't afford anything. Too bad. So sad. It's mine now. <laughs> that is a brutal Mike. That's what Mike was doing from a line. He's yep. like, let's do mergers. And he was like on level four at the end of the game and was just yep. like, we're merging <laughs> these two level two boat companies. Boom. We're making DHL out of this. And yep. he ended up winning it. And I'm like, dude, you are crushing right now. He played an awesome game. He yeah. was he was crushing. He was telling me the Tuesday after that he was sad that I missed out, even though it's an old he said quote unquote it's a w- old white man game <laughs> <laughs> and he said that um i wasn't there to play which i'm sad too that's when i got roped into clank like which i'll like talk about when we're talking about gen con earlier where it's like you literally walk past the table and people are like hey join and i'm like oh okay yep. i can't say that's no to cool that. <laughs> yeah it's impossible yeah <laughs> so i feel like he is really into those old white man games <laughs> As he says, the so new genre. I don't know if, yeah, that's, that's genre. <laughs> hey, you guys, you guys want to come over and play some old white man games? Cool. <laughs> How many start <laughs> with uh, <laughs> a sub brand of of caps on old white man games? Old white man games. We got to be careful. We're gonna have a lot of them in that in that group. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, Tim. I think you're with up the with the big one, bro. No, very the obvious. Big one. 
Yeah, we, <laughs> my, I think we started talking about it last last time before, or when all of you were fledgling, fledgling Madarans. But uh, yeah, um, so we <laughs> started taking a look at at this at this little itty bitty game called Madara. It's from a uh, succulent. Tiny can fit it in a book bag. <laughs> itty bitty. In the palm it's, of my hand, it's 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 similar. It has a similar coffee traders deal where you're going to want to watch your back when you pick up the box. There's a little bit of heft to it, but uh, Succubus bit. Publishing on this one, and they had um, so they had two Kickstarters. One back in 2015 where they had a little over 3,000 backers, and then 2019 they came back with basically two expansions. So the first one was Act One, and then they came out with Act Two and Act Three. And that had over twelve thousand backers, so uh, pretty successful for like a, a one game company, kind of coming out of nowhere. Now I, I say it's coming out of nowhere. It sounds like they've been working on this game for you know five six years you know, plus, you know, even well before the the Kickstarter. So the more I'm thinking about it, it's probably like eight plus years. But uh, but yeah, it was a little bit of a transition. Um, Clay, you and I have been talking about CDG or card driven games for years now. And this one, I think you were the one that pointed it out on the side of the box. There was NDG for narrative driven game. So it, it really brings the, uh, the, that story aspect to it. So, uh, it's got a, uh, you know, a full size story adventure book, which is, I don't know, it's, it's like eight and a half by 11, uh, maybe even a little bit bigger than that. And it's uh, about an inch thick. So it's just an a, inch. I would say yeah, two. I would is say two it, to is three it bigger? Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. Lots, lots of story. Uh, obviously, that's going to be a, a a key one with this one. Clay, I see you put something in here. Did you want to talk about that? You put a little note in here. You want to skip that? <laughs> oh, the this is the booby game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't know what JRPG was. Or okay. What that stand for? I I thought that was a mistype. I was like, because it's RPG, right? Oh, RPG. And, yep. No, oh, it's the okay. it's the Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, Eric is into anime and stuff, and it's like an anime style. So yes, it's uh the art artwork is very uh I don't know how to describe it, but the word booby. <laughs> it, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like a it's lot. a lot. <laughs> it's slightly yeah. problematic in places. I mean, that's uh, yeah. it's one of those things for for me. It's not it's not a big yeah. uh, thing that pulls me in, but at the same time, right. same. I'm, I'm not a person that necessarily gets turned off by that. So it's kind of like a meh. That that's all right. If the story is good and if the mechanics are good, I can you know I'm I'm okay with it. But uh, but no, I, I I totally agree and know what you're talking about there. So yeah, mm-hmm. this oh go ahead. It's one of those that you're just gonna have to like laugh at when you come across. That's it. what it's I did. I was like, like really right. like what is and <laughs> it's like how is this? It's like not anatomically correct. Yeah. Like I don't I just like don't understand. You're asking too many questions. I mean this is Japanimation. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. But I did buy the game anyway, so you can separate it's easier for me to separate right. some it's, of that stuff um, just because I can laugh at it sometimes because it's so just like absurd. Right. It's, it's got that that comic book uh, manga style to it. So no, t- totally, mm-hmm. totally agree. But overall game, it's a it's a four character and with that ideally four player co-op uh, with players, each running running one character. 
Uh, this is one of those expansive, and I think we've hinted on it, and expensive uh, dungeon crawly narrative based uh, RPG like titles. And if you like lots of story, like what we were talking about, that JRPG settings and uh, what feels like limitless build combos, uh, this one might be might be a good one for you. Uh, with five chapters and everything I've heard so far, supposedly is over ninety hours of gameplay. Uh, this is definitely not one you know to take lightly. This is not your next dice fishing. This isn't going to be a you know a, a, no. a um, you know a, a couple minute teach and then let's just go um, knock a, a an encounter out. I think you guys have probably uh, can already attest to it. There's a little bit of an investment up front in learning the learning the rules, watching some videos, understanding the lore because that kind of helps you get into the into the theme and such. So. What have you guys uh, touched so far? Clay, I think you were kind of uh, messing around with the rule book. Yeah, before I get there, I do want to just mention, you brought up the NDG, narrative-driven game. That, to me, really resonates because of the experience we had with Nemesis. And it just felt like a movie. And I've been telling uh, my family, especially, because my dad likes to play games, and Nemesis would be right up his alley. Loves Alien, the whole quadrilogy or how many ever movies there are now but when you play nemesis your brain isn't melted you know you can your decisions are we talked about that in a previous episode but that that's a definite positive especially for my father and um i think he would like that and so that story element to nemesis even though there's no story you you tell the story through your gameplay actions that kind of resonates with me with this madara game because when you were pitching it to me, what sold me to the game was not only can you customize your character and, and just like an RPG and everything, but when you're playing through this, there's a story that goes along with it. And it really is, there's been so much investment in the story. And I said, okay, I'll give that a chance to see if it's good. But also the way encounters or scenarios, whatever, you know, when, when you're doing your little uh, scenario setup, when that ends, there's there could be multiple ways for you to end it, um, if depending on which exit you take in the in that scenario, or there's different objectives to end the scenario, and different things happen. You can totally win the scenario, or you can everybody dies and you lose it. What's cool is you do not replay the entire scenario. There's there's branching paths from there on out. Did you do this? Okay, well now you're going to go to this next story on page whatever. Oh, this happened. Okay, now you're going to go to this other story instead. And that to me is so rewarding because in a game that's this big with all these different scenarios, it's so painful to just, oh, I got beat. We got to start all over and reinvest that two hour time frame that we would need to spend Mm -hmm. and do it all over. It's just so demoralizing. This is like, hey, it's cool. That happened. You're going to move on, but it's going to be a different branch and into the story. So really neat aspect to it. And the final thing is, Tim, you track your time on these games, yeah. uh, pretty much all the games. And I think that's fantastic because I was like, this is a, the game is massive. The box, it's like 25 pounds. And I, my brain's like, oh, it's 25 pounds. Therefore, it's going to be a five hour game experience. But you've timed it out and you're like, first scenario, one hour, 10 minutes. Second scenario, one hour, 20 minutes. <laughs> Third scenario, 36 minutes. 
And I think your longest one was like two hours, two and a half hours. Yep. Yep. At that time. Yep. That was the only one that went over two hours out of like 15 plays. And that was like, boom, you got me, man. That's all these things combined. (laughs) I'm I'm willing to give it a shot. And (laughs) that's kind of where I jumped into it with. But yeah, I, I've, I've started reading the rule book and it is very easy so far. It's just, there's a lot of things you can do in the game and it gives you the freedom to do different things and it needs to explain that. So it's not dense with a GMT style, like the procedural side. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's very intuitive. Like, Oh yeah, you can upgrade your item. This is how it works. Blah, 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 blah. And whatever. Uh, So yeah, I'm, I'm about 75% way of the way through the rule book. So yeah, it's, I'm I'm interested in it, and uh, I actually have a guy Nathan painting my miniatures right now, and he's sending me updates. <laughs> and oh my goodness, they look <laughs> super cool! So, oh, that's great! Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Do you have any idea when you might be getting those back? Um, he said four to six weeks last okay. week. So when I get back from Essen, uh, he should be about halfway done. So, um, which is perfect timing for me because I'll be doing a lot of shipping and stuff after that sure slowing down in november so that's realistically when i can actually play the game but i'm excited i got ashley ashley's super interested in it i told her about this i mean you were even talking to her about it and she was like yeah this sounds cool like i'm she was all in she's ready to rock and roll with it so i'm like boom we got it sold let's do it yeah (laughs) i can't wait to hear what she has to say about some of the characters (laughs) that'll be my favorite part oh my goodness so so yeah we so with this one we started with four of us so it was uh my wife as well and then my younger daughter who was 13 and my stepson who's 12 but we started with the four of us but it quickly became uh two uh as my stepson and i were were kept wanting to go farther and get into more encounters and get into the story we were a little bit more um more invested with what we were doing and where we we're going. So we ended up just um, taking two characters each and just uh, continuing on. We've been playing. So we played about a week before Gen Con. And then obviously we had Gen Con and then we played um, a little bit last week. And uh, so far we've got over 35 hours into act one. So nice. act one is the box, like the, the first game box. Yep. Yep. And we're about a third into chapter two. So we finished up the first one, yeah, and, and got got we got a little bit further into chapter two than what I had thought, and uh, yeah, so far we're loving every session. I mean, this is a this is a situation where I got got back from Gen Con. Jaden walked in the door from from school that day because that was on a Monday, and was straight in my face asking. <laughs> he, did, he was just he just came right up to me and went Madara. <laughs> that was it. Man. You got you got any of that Madara? Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. I was like, all right, let's get it out because we had cleaned off the, you know the table because this is one when you set it up because there's a little bit of setup, a little bit of teardown. When you set it up, you probably want to crank out a couple sessions. You don't want to just you know set it up and tear it down every single time. Otherwise, you're going to spend most of your time doing that. But but yeah, tons of very similar to what you were saying, Clay. Tons and tons of. It basically just uh, specialty 
and things that uh, variability of how you can set things up and how you can set up your your overall builds. Uh, you have you know weapons and what they call cores, uh, armor, relics, consumables, even. And then you'd mentioned upgrades for those first four. And then on top of that, that's like the stuff you have. And then you also have these five tech trees that you can develop your skills and disciplines on. So I mean, that's all the all the variability on the uh, on the character development. There there aren't any classes. It's just you make whatever you want. You want to go blood magic one hundred percent. That's totally fine. You want to have you know one blood magic spell and be a uh, you know more of a hand to hand person. You can do that. If you want to be a little bit more roguish, you can do that. Lots of just tons of variability. You can do do whatever you want from a character build standpoint. Can I just the, jump in? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, and go talk ahead. about that. So this is another thing that really gravitated to me is, I think I mean just based on the artwork of the box cover, which is beautiful. I, I do like the color schemes that they're using. Um, it's not just your dark dungeon gritty style. It's got some beautiful pinks and bright blues. It's it's very appealing to look at, and it grabs your attention. And this, I'm assuming the story is going to be a pretty dark story just based on kind of the vibe I'm getting from from the characters in the game and everything. But the, it's not 100% fantasy, though. I mean, it is a fantasy theme, but, like, one of the cores you can get that you mentioned, the, the weapons, is is sunglasses. And it's th- this is hilarious to me. Um, when you use your – you flip the card over to use your sunglasses. So you, like, put your sunglasses on, and when you do a conviction check – you upgrade your dice to a better dice now that you've got your cool sunglasses on. You're cool to go. And I just, oh my god! Yeah, that, that's a fun little. But then it, it comes just right the back into you the. You called it dark. a conviction check. That's like, what it says on there. That's what it is. I yeah. doubt you. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. wow. But you know they've got the the weapons and, and it, it's pretty pretty intense with the the types of things you can get. But they they throw that kind of fun stuff in there that just kind of you know. I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it other than that. That's that's that that's really appealing to me. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of humor in it. Like they have like a card, something. It's called something tobacco. Okay. Um, wacky Is it green? Thing or, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's a like pack of cigarettes, basically. I think. Um, and I forget what it was, but it's just like funny little namings like that. There's like little bits of humor throughout it that is that's yeah they really have a phase token here one of these consumables is a bamf a bamf token yep <laughs> <laughs> but then they have the, the the other hardcore stuff and like f- some flowers and and whatnot i mean it's just lots of creativity i'm super impressed with it the creativity is is there it's very creative yeah but tim i just wanted to jump in because that was like perfect timing for that oh yeah absolutely that's uh, one of the other ones we were looking at was the MP3 player. That was another, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was, uh, you know, one oh, of the, and yeah. it may have been a core, nice. but yeah, one of the things that you can equip. So yeah, you have a, you have a sword in one hand and a MP3 yeah. pay, player on your, uh, on your belt. So yeah, it's a, it's just an interesting, interesting potential builds. So a b- big thing that drew me in mm-hmm. though, and uh, this is pretty I don't know. It's pretty superficial. Um, one thing that we had ten- tended to see this on boxes in the past, but it's the first time I've ever seen it on on actual uh, board tiles, and that's spot UV, which just just brings out certain um, uh, terrain 
I guess on the on the board and just shiny. Uh, you know, it makes the uh, makes the water real shiny. It, it, it again, it's just an interesting touch on a awesome. uh, on a game like this. I, it adds depth to the tile. It yeah. makes the tile look almost three D. It's just a beautiful, subtle touch, man. And oh, you're right. Clay's gonna freak out and open Madara and play through it right after this <laughs> recording. <laughs> And the, I gotta the, make fun of you a little bit. I love it. <laughs> Bring it on. It's the truth, though. I will definitely be reading the rule book tonight. So. <laughs> and the the monster, um, the the AIs that come along with them. So all the all the different types of um, creatures that you're going to bump into, they all have a card that kind of tells you how they behave and what they're resistant to, and you know how they attack and and stuff like that. It, it, they aren't crazy complex, but they're they're just they're j- complex just enough that it, it makes them uh, often a little bit difficult to predict you can't just like uh totally game the you know the programming and figure out exactly how to how to manage it there's always going to be or at least up to this point we've had always something it's like oh i didn't see that happening someone just gets walloped so um you know that's that's been that's been pretty cool and then on, on top of that can't remember if we had talked about this or not but then there's there's a stack of of hidden uh, cards as well. So you have hidden characters or bosses, and then also um, loot or w- weapons and all the other types of uh, build um, cards that are all, um, they, they come, uh, I'd say almost like uh, legacy style or, you know, pandemic legacy style where you're cracking open new cards and, and, and uh, it, just as you find them type thing. So, so yeah, th- that side of it, that's that idea of the discovery side and the exploration and then the, ca- the variability of the character builds and the production value is just super solid. So yeah, we've, we've really enjoyed it the last, uh, last few weeks. Yeah. I'm really excited to try it for the first time and I, it's going to ease us into all the mechanics. I saw that and yep. the, the cool thing with I did mention like when you get loot and there's like different levels of loot and different tokens on the map and you don't know what they do um, you just know your objective is to do something whatever the uh, scenario tells you to do you've got this red revealer from the old school days where yep. in the book like okay I, I touched I'm on, I'm on the blue loot token well what's the blue loot do you don't know so then you take the red <laughs> revealer and you go to the the booklet and you highlight it on that specific scenario and it tells you what that blue loot is. it could be a trap it could be it could be really rewarding it's just you don't know and it's and, and you can't know because of that the way the text is is hidden on the page it's little yeah, things it's, like that it's really cool yeah it's pretty cool pretty cool how they uh how they took uh you know some of the key parts of the uh, of an rpg style and and i mean to a certain degree i mean in order to make it so you could have it without a a game master or a dungeon master it's a little bit i mean to a certain degree it's a little bit on rails you know you're gonna follow the dungeon you're gonna see things in a certain order and because of that it's probably going to reveal itself in a in a you know, a very specific way, but still interesting. Uh, the whole discovery of that, uh, of that process. Yeah. So again, yeah, we're, we're, we're loving it so far. We've been, we've been killing a couple bosses lately and that's, I'll tell you what, we start off with small maps and it ends up being a little bit more time than what they were at the beginning. So those, <laughs> uh, those 30, 30 minute, uh, sessions have, uh, we, we haven't had one of those in a while. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's good though. It's like you're that far into it, so you're yep. committed and enjoying it. But big shout out to Brooklyn though, uh, the designer, and we had a chance to talk to him and Alex and the rest of their team, and really they have they have a vision and. Not only is it apparent in the gameplay, but when you talk to them about what they're doing and and what they're how they're doing it, it's it's really it, it was it was nice and refreshing to see that they have they have a vision for what they're doing and what they're going to do in the future. It's just I'm excited for what they do. It's they they just Brooklyn especially he is so like vested into the the product and and the game design itself. You could just you just feel it when you talk to him and that means a lot to me from a game design perspective that he's going to put something out there that he 100% backs. He's not going to cut any corners and I I just I I respect that a lot. So, uh really really had a good time talking with those guys as well. Yeah, no, t- totally agree. I I know exactly what you're talking about as well. Yeah, it, the the passion there is just you. It, it's obvious. It's obvious. So yeah, they were uh, they were talking. They might uh, might be heading to PAX Unplugged if that ends up uh, going off the way it sounds. So uh, might be yeah. another opportunity to to uh, rub elbows and maybe uh, exactly. Yeah, really cool guys though. I mean, yeah, I uh, I'm impressed. So yeehaw, that's Madara. <laughs> yeehaw, that's Madara. <laughs> I mean, that's Gen Con 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I like how everybody had a copy from the booth yeah. on the end of the day. All lucky it back. Sorry. <laughs> Justin had to walk back to the JW with that. Oh, I think everybody did except me. Yeah. And, me and Tim. Yeah. No, I had to. Well, Eric did it, but I yeah. had every other game that we had. That day. Yeah. So. We'll talk about that in a sec because I'm excited yeah. too. You're going to make fun of me. I'm going to bring it on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) All right. Well, let's head over to uh, Capstone Corner and see what's new on the president's desk. So, yeah. So what's going on at Capstone? We had... Two shipments come in way earlier than expected. This is a wild year for shipping, as we've been saying for the last year. But we're going to stop talking about it. But Imperial Steam is in Chicago, and uh, we're getting that palletized. It's off the van or off the container and uh, been devanned. We'll have that the week after Origins is what the plan is for that. Orleans is right behind it uh, and all the expansions for Orleans. And that'll be probably, I got to try to get that in before I leave for Germany because we have Origins this week. The following week is a break and then I fly out to Germany on Monday. So it's going to be a pretty, pretty wild ride here the next three or four weeks. But Imperial Steam with that is Terra Mystica Fire and Ice and Lux Eterna. So we're getting basically three games in next week and then once... Essen hits or the week after Essen we'll have Orleans in and shipping all that stuff out. So really excited to get that into people's hands. I think Imperial Steam is is just going to go bananas and just cannot wait. We've, we're working on some expansions and stuff for that as well. And at Gen Con, we had Rift Force, Juicy Fruits, Rorschach, and Iberian Gage. 
those are the featured games we had, and they just completely dominated the show. I mean, Iberian Gage was really cool to see. Everybody would come up and want to know how to play Iberian Gage, and they're I, I played Ticket to Ride, and I want something a little bit more. And we always lead with the it's got one page of rules. They get hooked into that, and as soon as we tell them that the companies, the railroads, have their own money and you, the player, have your own separate money, everybody at the table goes, whoa, 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 this is like 18xx? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's got the little, little bit of the feel to it, yeah. And they, okay, okay, well, I'll, you know, I'll kind of, you know, tread lightly here and see what happens. And um, we start playing a couple rounds and they're into it like instantly, like, oh, this is so cool. Like, I can set, I can start a company and determine the, the share price, yada, yada, yada. And basically they, they get comfortable with the game because they know how to play it. They know what they're trying to do and they feel smart. And I think that's the, that's the important thing is like when you demo games, people want to, f- don't, they don't want to feel like they don't understand what they are doing because then that's not a good experience. And with Iberian Gage, they understood exactly what they were doing. And just every single time it's like, this game is amazing. And I was so happy to see that. So, but Juicy Fruits and Rift Horse, they stole the show. I mean, that, that those two games just cranked it, man. It was really cool. Fun stuff. Really happy to to have those out. But yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming in, and uh, that's what's going on at Capstone right now. Juicy Fruits was really cool. It was fun to see uh, people get into the first family game that uh, we put out. And I'm glad to see it get the love that it deserves because it truly is a really fun game. And I love seeing people talking about the sliding mechanic and everything and just seeing people get into it like, oh, how am I going to get this and this and this and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, as soon yeah. as they slid the tile and got the fruit there, I want that. That's mine. I want that now. <laughs> so. Instant gratification. Yeah, it's so it's so good. It I had is. like a I had a six year old, and uh, he was playing the game just fine. And the, yeah. yeah, Jill, you hit it. It's the the family family game brings it all together. Mm-hmm. Yep, my kids are obsessed. Five and four. I took out the government part of the game and just we do the sliding and clearing the boats, and they are obsessed. Yes. Like every night, Dad, can we play Juicy Fruits? Can we play Juicy Fruits? Oh my like, gosh. They are, they love it. I actually, the last time we played, I made my board literally the most difficult it could be. All fours and eights. Nice. And I made my son's board just normal difficulty, and he was mm-hmm. one. He literally, I finished my board, he finished his board the next turn. Like, nice. <laughs> he was, he's cooking. So, <laughs> yeah, like they love it. It's 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 really good to be able to like just connect with my kids on a game that's not Monza or something that's that's <laughs> really really basic. Like this is something that does take some thinking and watching my kids be like, "All right, I need two of these, so I got to move this and the next turn I can do this." And just watching those thought processes going mm-hmm. through their head is just fantastic. And that, that's that's a good way of putting it. Seeing their little gears turn is is it's it's neat you're like man you guys are really you're really smart for your age and you just get so impressed with it i yeah i hear you man that's cool very good very good okay 
So we kind of, again, we've, we, we kind of probably got into Gen Con a little bit, but let's take this opportunity to uh, get into it proper. So the, the main topic here was going to be just in general, how did Gen Con go? And uh, Clay, you want to, you want to kick us off anything else uh, beyond the, uh, the, the four games? How do how do you think it, it felt? I thought to me, it was as good as a company can run a show. Um, they did a, they did a hell of a job and everybody was respectful at the show with compliance to the regulations, especially the mask wearing regulation. And, you know, I, everybody understood and, and was very welcoming to that. And it was a great experience overall. It just felt good to get back out there and see people, see your friends, um, your acquaintances, everybody that you've kind of been around with the last few years and finally get to meet up again. And it just, it felt good. It felt like this is the beginning of normalcy. Like we're getting there. This is, this is going to start opening the floodgates to more shows feeling comfortable to open up. I know there was some talk about the crowds building up outside of the exhibit hall in the morning, I think on the Thursday, but you know, you can't control that. So what they did was they opened the gates early and, uh, because I remember we were we were we were kind of like okay we're just finalizing our booth and then all of a sudden we see people walking around we're like oh yep. they must they, <laughs> they must opened it early yep. it was yeah. like ten to it was like ten to ten we're doing some final you know finishing touches it's like oh okay people all right let's yeah. go <laughs> and and that's and that's it I mean if you walked around any time after that you know there there was there was you know it, it wasn't crowded like that in any in any way. I mean, that's that's just the nature of the beast. I mean, people are going to get excited to go to Gen Con if you're going to have that show. You can't stop people from building up like that. And I, I think they had like over 90% vaccination rate, which is impressive. And yeah, I, I know a lot of people were also posting COVID negative tests online after the fact. And I personally haven't heard of any major negative effects from, from that show, which is another bonus for having the show and having the confidence to do shows in the future. And, you know, it, it's, it's really just, to me, this is the show that's going to start things back again and make everybody feel comfortable to do that. So I am very high on it and I had a blast. Like I said, it was just great to reconnect with everybody and get back there to, to see people that you haven't seen in a long time and, and all that stuff. So I, I agree. Now, what, one of the things that I think we did see was there were more spots of the convention center that were kind of roped off that normally would have um, normally have publishers like in the, in booths. So I think it, it was a, a slightly smaller, not slightly, it was a smaller space this year. Yeah, that no, was, that was interesting that they did that. Yeah. They, 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 sh they shrunk it, but they did have a huge open spaces where you just could go. They just had, them and that was in exactly rooms. you're right. Even within the, the smaller space, there still were, it wasn't quite as cramped as what it has felt in the, in the past where it, it felt like it always felt like the, the, the aisles were so narrow. Right. And you had, you know, it was like, it was like a six lane highway. You had three lane, you know, you had three people going each direction and it was basically shoulder to shoulder. I didn't really see that. I mean, it, it got yeah. a little busy sometimes, but, but it, it never got to that point. Yeah. I think they widened the aisles 
it felt like it. I, I I doubt it that it was because I'm sure they have some physical monuments that just keep it, you know, mm. keep it the size that it normally would be, like the electrical and stuff like that. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe 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 it was a little bit wider, or there just were less people. Now I'm hearing numbers around thirty thirty five thousand. I don't know. I mean, that's definitely. I haven't verified. You know, seen that verified anywhere. But it seemed like it was like right in that. 50% from what we were, you know, used to seeing. So I think we were what 60 uh 60 65 supposedly like 2019 was right around 70,000. Yeah. So um it did so, yeah. feel like about half. I mean it it was yeah. a nice dude Gen Con is just from a exhibitors perspective, it's horrible. I'm just I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to hide it. I mean it's horrible. It's a it is a lot of you are ex, like you guys were exhausted multiple days after the show so was i you know i'm not gonna lie i I was i was jill and i had the same day we were just like we're working a little bit and this all of a sudden just like (sighs) crashed on monday (laughs) and (laughs) but uh yeah it this one was an enjoyable gen con because there i mean the, the the amount of people was significantly less and but it still felt real it felt big yeah so it was exciting to see everybody too, like old friend or new friends, and um, just like cool to see you guys meeting up with people that you haven't seen in a while and all that fun stuff. Yeah, good good memories to to bring back and hopefully continue those going forward. But yeah, Jill, I want to jump to you because again, we were talking about how this was your first convention and anticipation was building on wednesday night we even got in on tuesday which we've never done that before we had to we had a a move-in window of tuesday to set up our booth and Mm -hmm. which was i tim i don't know about you but i love that 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 eased us into yeah we didn't have to like because usually usually we get in on a wednesday and set up the booth we're exhausted and tired and then the next the very next day is is day one of gen con and you're just like bring it on you know but tuesday we set up and then wednesday we were able to kick back somewhat we did have the alliance open house so a little bit of work there but as far as physical labor there was there was really none so but yeah jill let's hear about the rest of your experience with gen con yeah so where i left off was taking a picture of genevieve the dragon and the only reason i know that it's genevieve because the beer this year was called, I think, Genevieve's Drink, and there was a picture of it of the dragon on there. So I'm oh, there you go. Either assuming that the dragon's name is Genevieve or whatever, but <laughs> that's you're what we probably we'll call her. right. Yeah, you're, that's cool. I didn't even put that together. Did you yes. have? Did you have the beer? I didn't. <laughs> I had any time that I got um, a drink, because uh, the the only time that I drank actually was the hotel bar. And I had like a strawberry blonde and it tasted like cereal milk, weird enough. But that's besides the point. It was really good. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. But yeah, walked around Thursday morning before everything and just like was getting really excited, like mental note, like I want to go here, here, here. I don't know. I just like have never been so immersed into like board game and tabletop culture ever before like um it's all been online and it's such a different feeling when you get that in person and you get all of that around you with everybody else's excitement and it's so cool to just like 
go up to a booth, talk to somebody, feel their excitement. Somebody else like is uh, talking to you about it. And like, you just like make friends and like really small interactions like that. Um, and you get the pin exchange as well, where people are like, oh, do you want to trade pins? And then you meet friends that way. The energy there was something that I've never felt before. And I really enjoyed that a lot. It was really awesome to experience that as well as meet new friends. Like I've said a couple of times before, like people that I've talked to online or like marketing people or content creators. Um, I got to meet a lot of people in person for the first time. And that was like seeing old friends that I have been friends with for years, pretty much. It's what it felt like when I saw them for the first time. And I was like, it was just very overwhelming. And I, I'm excited to do it again in a couple of days at Origins. Yeah, that's all. I, I love hearing that. I mean, <laughs> we kind of talked about it earlier in the one of the podcast episodes about conventions and how how you get so into the convention. And would you say it's one of those things that you have to experience? You just can't read about it. You have to experience it for yourself. Yeah, I would say so. Um, the best, I guess, like comparison that I can make is um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the per Percy Jackson movie, but in the movie, they go to a casino and they have them start eating like lotus flowers. And so everybody in there is having a great time. They're on like lotus flower, whatever. And they're all just like really into like bidding and like gambling and all that stuff. But I feel like that's what the energy is at the convention. Everyone's just like all the same energy and everything tabletop it's just like yeah it's hard to feel that without experiencing it yourself yeah this is it's why really we don't fun. do online conventions yeah. <laughs> it's hard i it's hard to emulate that when i yeah, get to see that you can't now. yeah so but wow that's that's awesome to hear so how about that uh day one spend How'd that go? <laughs> <laughs> you, okay. So <laughs> the funny thing is, uh, Mike from Alliance came up to me, I think on Saturday, and he was like, so I heard you spent a lot of money on Thursday. And I was like, were they, were they talking crap about me? <laughs> um, so yeah, um, Eric and I went a little bit nuts on Thursday, but it's like, it's so hard not to. I yeah. already have issues with like impulse control, like spending. Like if I see something I like, I'm like, oh, I want that so bad, I'm gonna get it now. And then I go to a convention and it's right in front of my face and it's something that I heard of once. I'm like, oh, gotta get it. So <laughs> I just like, we actually didn't get that much. I don't wanna say that I got a lot, but I think I got 10 or 11 games in total. Um, that's good which, that's good yeah day one i got parks and sleeping gods right off the bat um, because i knew that sleeping gods was most likely going to sell out which i believe it sold out on saturday like mid saturday ish so really happy that i did that day one but yeah yeah we walked around thursday after our shift and um just picked up a couple of games that we've never heard of before like eric picked up this fire tower game that looks really interesting mm -hmm. and we like got some rpg books got some nerdy t-shirts all that fun stuff so got a little bit 
too immersed in it. And this is where I'm talking about like in Percy Jackson, if you've ever seen it, this is literally the Lotus flower stuff where you're just like walking around, buying things, doing whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was fun. I'm glad with, I'm, I feel uh, great with every purchase that we made. Good. I was just, it's, it's hard to withhold. I mean, especially if it's your first show, it's so easy just to, just to go crazy. I'm not go crazy, but you know what I mean? It's just, it's fun. Yeah. You you want it, to, it's like a memory and, and you're just, you just want to be a part of everything that you, you see because it's tabletop and you just have a natural affinity to it. And yeah, I did the same thing. So just let <laughs> me know. <laughs> Tim, Tim used to do it hardcore, man. Oh like, yeah. Back, I remember, I think it was Gen Con 2019. It was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> half our booth is your stuff. This is it not was, yeah. capstone product. Yeah. We can't. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> but this year was different for you. I mean, Tim, like, you didn't do much buying at all, did you? What? I don't think. No, you I got I got Sleeping Gods and uh, some some Madara uh, Kickstarter stuff. I think that's it. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty low key year for me. Yeah. Oh, picked up uh, too many bones. That was another one that I wanted to uh, take a look at. That's a pretty hefty box as well. I hear that's Chip Theory's best game, and I got a copy myself as well. And yep, it, it's on the uh, after Madara list. So in twenty twenty five, we'll be playing. That. <laughs> wow, that's when you finish Act One, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just came out with a recent announcement too, didn't they about too many bones? Yeah, they have like the tr- it's a trilogy, I think, and they did mm-hmm. the they're on their the third one is coming out as from what I understand, but um I, their production's so fantastic, Chip Theory. I mean, everything they do is 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 top. I mean, just over the top. I mean, I, every card is PVC, so you can put water on it and it doesn't get ruined but every i mean like every everything's mouse pad material it's super cool you looked like you were thinking about that <laughs> like and i, I like, don't know if it was <laughs> why do i need to talk about pvc this is <laughs> boring. you got stuck in a curious cargo loop i did <laughs> boards baby but yeah tim so how you said three days to recover from that. Uh, it, it was three days before I was feeling better. Oh my it was probably, God. it was probably, it was probably last. Well, it was probably Wednesday. Yeah, it was, it was probably Wednesday. Cause, because Monday I got home and of course had to play Madara. So yeah, that I can't was, believe you did that on Monday. That was, <laughs> was just, you're sending was, pictures to us. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm in my bed right now. <laughs> it's seven 30 and you're playing what? Yep. And that and that was it was one of those things. So he was he was right there, wanted to play. I'm like, all right, I can't I can't say no to that. And I think we played the next day. Nice. And um, did you yeah, shut down yet? Like, were you like, oh my god, I can't. I just need to rest. I think it was Wednesday. Wednesday was when I was like, oh, okay, all right. I, you I were think, just think, delaying it then. Yep, okay, yep. I was probably why. pushing it. Yep, pushing yeah, pushing it. And then uh, yeah, I got got home from work, and I'm pretty sure I crashed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Wednesday. Okay, but yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting getting through the the week. You guys were 
killing it with the demos. So like, if you weren't doing Juicy Fruits and you were doing I Be Engaged or you were doing, like for Clay, you were doing interviews with uh, marketing people. So you guys were busier than I feel like I was. And then on top of that, you guys didn't get back in to Cincinnati oh until late on Sunday. Oh, or that Monday, was a f- early Monday morning. <laughs> that was a so. fun evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Clay, so Let's what get was, a banner what was the and pro- hang it from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Banners, hanging banners from the ceiling and then also closing yeah. up on the tail end of a uh, a Colts game, which was right down the oh, yeah. right across oh, the I street. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. The Colts game ended the same time Gen Con ended. Yep. Yeah, like exact same time. It yeah. was like clockwork. <laughs> so it was. We're just like, hey, we're just gonna we're just gonna dismantle the booth as much as we can. There's no way I'm going to the marshalling yard to get in line for this and deal with that traffic because the marshalling yard is basically a parking lot next to the uh, Colts parking lots. So just ugh, get it. I, we just dismantled as. It, it was going to take time, but and that's the thing. Yeah. One thing I took away with this is with Gen Con especially, and this made it more enjoyable for me, was take your t- – you're not going to rush out of there. Th- that's not going to happen. You're not going to mm-hmm. – oh, it's 4 o'clock. It's done. You're, you're out of there at 4.50 p.m. No way. This you just, <laughs> You're going to have – you're going to be there for another four hours or so and just deal with it. You know, that's an expectation you got to have. But, yeah, you're right, man. I forgot about the Colts game. Ugh. <laughs> That almost went to overtime too, I think. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been just like the ultimate, like, no. But no, it was <laughs> it was it was pretty smooth getting out of there. Um we did a good job. So I do want to give a shout out to Benita, Ryan, and Raina. Everybody and I, Jill, everybody, Eric, every, Tim, Justin, helping out with the booth. That was awesome. We had a solid team there, and it just mm-hmm. we did some work there and that that was a smooth experience compared to previous years. Really, really good time. And really appreciative of everybody's help and pitching in for that. Um, I can officially say I am no longer interested in eating from the app Cluster Truck <laughs> that Chevy Dodd from Portal Games told us about. Uh, it was awesome. The day one, he's like, hey, man, you could get a food truck delivered to you. You just got to use this app. It's like, cool. And it's the same food every day. And you're just like, oh, my God. No more. <laughs> and then we got Jim Santos's order. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jim Santos. Thank you. If you're out there, Jim Santos, yeah. I'll buy you a beer. Who are you, yeah. <laughs> mystery man? <laughs> Josh, do you want to talk about Gen Con Online at all? We uh, we had uh, demos for everything y'all had, but also Savannah Park which uh, I talked about earlier, was really excellent. And, uh, yeah. Um, I think that things were a little weird just uh, with not having a Gen Con server to kind of congregate everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but we uh, made the best of it, and, uh, yeah, it was it was good. Although I missed being at the convention, and I'm, I'm ready and rearing to go for this week, so... Oh, I bet, I bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's I'm the thing. excited, Josh, y'all, too. Y'all go to these conventions and you come away tired. I go to these conventions and I come away energized. Oh, God. So, yeah. Freaking, freaking extroverts. Right you, have, you have no idea what's coming. 
Like, do you have like a? You don't have a social battery, do you? Like it doesn't run out. No, oh, it God, charges. No, no. Oh. when you get Josh in these situations, it charges. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's My social battery mode. is over. It's always at twenty five percent or less. I feel like. <laughs> There's a reason Clay wants to bottle up my energy because you put me on that convention floor and it's like you think that at some point the energy is going to wane and it just rises. It's all rise. Amazing. It's all rise. It's yeah. awesome. I envy you, Josh. That is super cool. Yeah, because you don't drink coffee either. Do you drink coffee? No, he will no. not. What the heck? How do you do it? Is that the secret though? You don't drink coffee and it's just like no, that's making you good and well and energized. here's the thing. <laughs> this is if you you could if you ever meet my mother, you can ask her. This is me mellowed out. Like <laughs> when I was a kid, I was I had way more energy. So like this is me at low energy in my life, and I'm still just there's just so much to do, so much to see, ready to go. Let's go. Josh is Josh is at 25 chill points. He's about, he's, he's about to win no, the Bob Ross game. He is the opposite of chill. He's like negative. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna teach so many games, and it's gonna be a good time. And oh yeah, not one game, not two games, so many games. Oh, I'll, I I could teach every game at, at once. I could do them all at once. I try. Josh. Josh is solo in the booth. He's gonna solo Josh. <laughs> Just put him in the yes. center. We're all gonna we're all gonna connive okay. against Josh and be like, hey, it's, it's at eleven thirty. We're all gonna we're all gonna walk away from the booth slowly. And <laughs> Josh won't know we're gone, and then he's just gonna run the booth. <laughs> just see what happens. And I'll be like, yeah, let's do it. This reminds me of when we get to the ask capstone part. I need to bring up. Uh, Josh and I's bet and how I'm going to resolve that. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Because you that guys was are a not bet. going to be ready. I yeah. yeah. I'm excited. That was this. a conductor. Yeah. It was a conductor bet. Oh, yeah. snap. All right. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Get yeah. There. We'll, we'll have to talk about I even, that. I told Jill, I have my own pocket watch. Like, I'm halfway there. Of course, oh, you would have a pocket watch. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say about conductors as long as you have a pocket watch you're halfway there <laughs> oh my so so clay looking out a couple couple weeks on the other side of origins any special essen plans there is a lot going on at essen business wise that i'm very excited to go there for we are going to be in Hall 3 this year. This is the big mega hall. I'm so, so excited oh, wow, for that. Okay. I mean, this, yeah, this is really hard to get into. And it's the size of a regular Gen Con is this hall. And um, they have a total of seven halls, uh, which are just basically, you know, other smaller rooms. But, man, that's that's where you want to be is Hall 3. That's where everybody goes. And we're going to be there with Foyerland. But, yeah, just... Imperial Steam's going to showcase there, and we'll have some coffee traders. Curious Cargo will be there, and uh, yeah, but uh, mainly business-focused for this kind of trip. Got a lot of contacts to meet and touch base with to talk about the next year, and yeah, I'm excited for it. All right, cool. International travel. 
You uh, you have any concerns trying to navigate that nowadays? Yeah, man. Like with all this stuff going on, the regular. I just want to make sure I'm following the rules, and I gotta like research for a little bit beforehand. I'm a little busy right now, prepping for Origins and just all the stuff that happened at Gen Con, following up on all that. But at some point, I just gotta carve out some time and make sure I've got all my ducks in a row, so that when I go to the airport, we're cool. And especially in, <laughs> especially in Germany, I heard you have to have like a QR code and stuff. So we'll, mm. we'll get that okay. figured out. It'll be okay. If, yeah. if you don't hear from me after Essen, <laughs> you know something happened. So he's <laughs> like, oh, he's a, what an idiot. He, he couldn't figure it out. He's stuck there. Yeah. I think sh- the, the Spiel 2021. Oh, they've got it now. Um, okay, that's good. I've been waiting like for a QR code. I think a month now. I'm glad they have it. If you so. need help. Yeah. I hope so, because it's like a two. Yeah. I'll, I'll be so. on a plane in two um, weeks. But so. don't, don't oh shoot boy. the messenger. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for Origins because Jill, scary. and this is another <laughs> thing, is like you're, you, you've seen Gen Con at half <laughs> oh capacity, boy. which is, I mean, you can kind of ex- extrapolate that and, and get a sense for what how crazy it can be. But um with Origins, it's a little bit different atmosphere, and I'm excited for you to to check that out. So It'll also yeah. be nice because I just get to wake up and go to sleep in my own bed and everything because we live super close to the convention center. So, like, so we'll, Eric and I will be doing the coffee runs every morning because we live Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's so. right. Yeah. <laughs> you guys might be, you guys might supersede Justin with the uh, food people because. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, you guys know all about the short north. You live there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The north market is nuts, though. Like, you guys have to experience hot chicken takeover. Okay. And I'm, I, I don't know if you guys have ever had it, but it's really good. Um, so you need to at least experience that. So I can't do deep fried food. It just it slows me down. <laughs> Oh yeah. Sorry. I'm a party pooper. I'm just sleeping in the booth at like two two o'clock. Like Clay. Yeah. Well the the heat will wake you up. The heat will wake you up. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is what it does though. Like you get like bread and everything with it and like you can get like baked beans and mac and cheese on the side too. So it, it is like a comfort meal. Yeah. It's a lot. That that and melt are the two places I just don't <laughs> want to go to because of that effect. I know, Josh, you talked about like that's your favorite, dude. I don't want to go there, man. You don't have to. I will. I will buy you a sandwich it. and bring it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Can we don't say we did? There, we're done. Mm. Oh yeah, melt. <laughs> I <love> melt. <laughs> melt is like ninety percent bread, anyways. Whenever I have their grilled cheese, it's really hard for me to eat. If you're having trouble sleeping, don't take melatonin. <laughs> Just go to melt, and you'll you'll be you're well on your way. Beautiful, love it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> melatonin. Oh yeah, baby, <laughs> knocks you out. Is that our territory? <laughs> you need the Uber to get you home because you will Uber. Be you gotta jump on an electric scooter. <gasps> you guys, it's close. Okay. I, Eric sent that link in the group chat where um, uh, the bird or like any of the scooters are banned from Goodale to Fifth. 
So convention center is right after Goodale, but it's not on the side that it's banned on, but like in the short north, like the okay. bulk of the short north where everyone's oh. at, um, that's where it's banned. Yeah, but that's okay. hard to scoot. That's so hard all to the places you want to go. There's, that's like Clay. a ton of people. Yeah, it, it would be. It would be. Yeah, I will say that it has like caused a ton of traffic and people are getting hurt yeah. all the time. Like we see it like every weekend outside <laughs> of our apartment. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's a, I like the scooters. They're fun to zip around on. Yeah, they're fun, but scary in our area because people also don't mm. know how to drive downtown. It's tight down there. A lot of sharp sometimes. turns here and there, like little nooks to turn into. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. It is a little tighter there. That's that's yeah, true. Yeah, and there's like now with so everybody that's driving into Origins is gonna hate the construction too because they're building that like forty story hotel or something like the largest hotel in the Midwest. Oh, for it's the for the convention center. center. <laughs> and wow, yeah, and it's it's happening like right there, and there's like construction and everything. You can still like. I don't know what exit you guys take, but you can still get off uh, uh, where you're behind the convention center, where you where the loading docks are. Like that highway is still open at least, but I don't know if you can get onto the highway there anymore. So, do you know what brand the hotel is? Um, the new one is going to be Hilton. Oh, really? Because yeah. the Hilton there is pretty nice. I wonder if it's one of their top end, like is it Conrad or something? Yeah, it's something. And it has like glass windows, yeah. JW all around and everything. Okay, cool. Yeah, but that's 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 probably spring twenty twenty two. What year are we in? Twenty twenty one. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) Origins is is really good. Uh, I wish Ashley was going to be there. She can't make it, but I think she'll be at PAX Unplugged. So uh, another good show to go to. So, but yeah, um, that's Gen Con and the upcoming stuff. All right, cool. Let's move on to our last item. So question here was who is moving on to their next adventure? Who asked that? that that's his, his that name's Tim. Have you spoke. met him? That's I asked that. You, you know that's Tim, right? No. Um, me, I'm leaving. I'm sad about it. I think my, la- my last day was Friday, September 24th. And I think that day, I like every hour on the hour, I was like getting teary-eyed because I was like, sad about it and um then like clay called me like later on that day and um he just was like all right it's been great working with you all the nice things that he had to say and then after that i was like really trying to hold it in i was like oh you cannot do this (laughs) 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 making your cry oh i didn't know that happened oh i I mean (laughs) it's been awesome yeah no, I Jeez, cry really man. easily, so <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I'm a sensitive person, so it's uh, it was my last day on Friday. Um, had a good time with everything here, and 
really appreciative for everybody here that like helped me grow into my role and all that fun stuff. And like my voice is cracking now because it like I'm still like on the verge of tears. So I don't want to talk about it too much because um, I don't want to cry on the podcast. So, yeah, really fun and happy that I've had this experience. Cool. I can say it's been an absolute pleasure. I just I remember when you started back in August of last year when we were getting Maracaibo, Cooper Island and bus and Crystal Palace all in at the same time and we're just like, "Oh my gosh, like how are we going to do all this?" and yeah. just the pro the, the processes that that you created and Eric with the customer service front um he you know, he, he, just creating better. I was, mm-hmm. I was talking to Tim on the way up. I was like, we didn't have any processes uh, for, for our business. Everything was in my head because it was just me. And so there was no need to transfer the thoughts to the paper. I, I, I was just trying to keep the business afloat and, and all that. And putting things on paper just t- uses time that I could be using elsewhere. And when you came on, it was like, well, we got to make a sales sheet. It's like, let's go do it. And it was like, what, what is like, how do we do that? And just what you did was you kind of like drank from a fire hose of information and you just took it on and you were ready to go from day one. And I just, I remember that and I will never forget that amount of, um, I guess tenacity or however you want to describe it, where you're just like ready to, you're, you're so enthused and ready to go and take on the, the role of, marketing and sales and I was impressed and and you you just kind of wrapped your arms around it and, and and just ran with it and and look how look what have we've done in the last year I mean we've got a podcast going on now we've got the discord channel that's very populated and it's active all the time our social media is rock star level in my opinion and <laughs> it's really good I mean I've I've heard people from Matthias Naj out of Frosted Games Oda the designer of Cooper Island, uh, Bastion, Inga, and Frank from Foyerland reached out. And they're like, oh, no, like we really enjoyed working with Jillian so much. And she's just been so great to see on social media. And, and it just it just shows you like the amount of value you've provided and just how how great of a person you are. I just really appreciate everything. And um, it is sad to see you go. But, you know, I understand. And th- there is no hard feelings at all. It, it, it's, you know, it's different paths go different ways you know you gotta you gotta do what's best for you so really happy to have had this opportunity and glad you got to see a convention for the first time too that was that was pretty exciting yeah it was awesome and yeah I remember when I first started like and I first went down to the warehouse you were like telling me everything like who we work with all the distributors and stuff and I remember just like writing everything down and like I feel like back then I didn't know what any of this meant and it's just crazy to see who I was like in August of 2020 I feel like I'm looking at like a little baby back then like who doesn't know (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it it was really awesome um to work for Capstone and everything and be a part of your company and meet cool people like Tim and Josh so and I'm happy for the experience and I'm happy to continue um, 
with whatever we'll do in the future. If it is just a podcast episode from time to time or like a live stream appearance, um, whatever yeah. it is. So, yeah, you guys Love aren't ready yet. Hey, there are some silver linings. <laughs> I will now have to hear about Nemesis 17.68% yeah. oh less. Oh my goodness. So that's good for me. <laughs> I'm just going to text you the word nemesis from time to time. Oh, man. We'll have to find, we'll have to find something else. That's classic. All right. If it's yeah. not going to be nemesis, maybe it's, maybe it'll be Madara. We'll, we'll get Justin in here. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. That's a longer game, too. Yeah. Yeah. So with what I was talking about with Josh and I's bet, so Josh and I made a bet on a previous podcast. Um, it was if we got a stream to 100 viewers, then Josh would have to wear a conductor's outfit to a convention. But I feel like that's kind of like not going to happen now uh, because like <laughs> I, I'm not as active on the podcast and I won't you be going like that active in uh the convention setting either so i will get clay's permission on this on sunday this coming origins i will literally wear a conductor hat a full conductor outfit with a cap sewn shirt and um a mask with some type of mustache on it like one of those like paint mustache i love it i will do that this sunday because i <laughs> i feel like i broke the code by I, oh, leaving a little will, bit early i will bring the pocket watch <laughs> to complete the ensemble <laughs> okay, the other 50 percent. <laughs> that's great i love it yeah. i love it that's <laughs> <laughs> that'll make it fun yeah oh yeah <laughs> so <laughs> <The> pocket watch <laughs> yeah i'll have that all ready for sunday or whatever um because <laughs> i i gotta live up to it <laughs> all oh, right goodness, very all good right. well and i just gotta throw in my two cents here uh you know on top of what uh what clay and josh were saying it's been great interacting on slack and discord and um, as well as jabbing each other on on tabletop simulator while we were learning uh learning pax premier way back boy that seems like it was forever ago yeah it does, it does. uh and yeah. iberian engaged just in the last uh last couple of months doing the kind of you know making the f- full circle there yeah a couple other highlights be including getting getting in a couple uh, in-person gains of nemesis of course Mm-hmm. Of course. Thanks for making then- us buy that. Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then also, yeah, uh, helping out with, uh, and obviously, uh, you know, obviously what ended up being a very successful and rewarding Gen Con. So, um, yeah, it's been great. Been great uh, having you around, helping out. And, um, yeah, look look forward to crossing paths in the future. Yeah. I am always down to play Nemesis. Oh, we awesome. We just got that all sleeved up and ready to go. So we're playing it this weekend for sure. I was so, I was going to. Sorry, Josh. I'm interested. I'm going <laughs> to find the Star Realms people. Like, that's not going to be hard. They, they're going to be looking. I already had one guy from the Star Realms group say that he's going to come and I need to sell him on Rorschach. He's oh, already geez. halfway there. He's like, you just have to finish me over the line for Rorschach. Because he picked up Reforce and something else from the booth at Gen Con. And he's like. 
I looked at it, but I didn't get to play it. You gotta, you gotta talk me through it. Oh, yeah. dude. Oh yeah, he does. We, Justin has the best pitch for that. <laughs> yeah, oh does. my god. Right, I'll send Al. I'll send <laughs> Al so your good. way when he comes over. No, the, you know yeah. the, the biggest problem we're gonna have is I think we have six six people that want to play Nemesis. I was talking to uh, Caleb, and uh, it sounded like he and his friend wanted to jump in as well. Mm. I was mentioning it to him, and they were. Uh, specifically his friend gary sounded like he was a real big alien fan so i may have to sit out and just watch you guys no there's no mm-hmm. sitting out and we could go play a game <laughs> oh no tim we could go play a game two three player games of nemesis at the same time there you go now you're talking <laughs> me and josh will go play something <laughs> oh yeah we could uh, have plenty of stuff to play yeah man Absolutely. We're gonna play some dominant species or something. It's a good <laughs> I would love to learn dominant species. You've never played that? No, Ooh. I haven't. We played something that was like a little bit similar but better. What was that, Tim? Was yeah, that War Whispers? I think you were. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was saying at Gen Con. Anyway, I don't wanna I don't wanna yeah. sidetrack too much. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We'll find something. Yeah. Oh we'll yeah. figure it out. But yeah, you guys aren't rid of me yet, like I said before. Um, hey, I'm, I'm happy. To, if you want to come to conventions and stuff, I'll hook you up. You just let me know. I'm going to linger around. <laughs> lurk. You're going to yeah. lurk. You just, have to, You're be a lurker. you just have to wear more capstone polos when you come out. Okay? I'm totally kidding. Capstone polos only. She's um, so anti-polo. I remember when I was like, we got to do polos. She's like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm finally earning my capstone polo. I'm excited. <laughs> Joe's going to donate you hers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. Uh, You'll be all right, Josh. That, it's okay. That might be a bit tight. Uh, it'll it'll look perfectly uh, for, with my train conductor outfit. <laughs> You'll be like the Hulk. You'll just be like, I'm just mad. I'm just, it's all ripped in shreds. <laughs> I don't want to be here. I don't want to do conventions right now. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. I think that that's it. Again, thanks thanks again and uh appreciate it. We'll be seeing you around, Jillian. Yeah. I'm excited to see where the <laughs> goes. There's a lot of cool things coming out and I can't say anything more. That'll be fun. Going to the Arc Nova. <laughs> that's the big one. Yeah. I'm excited to see where that goes, but yeah. also future plans. I'm excited oh, yeah. for those. <laughs> Is it the one more time games one? Yes. Just kidding. Yeah, that's yeah. that's gonna be. I just talked to Julian today, and he's like super stressed right now. <laughs> oh no. Of course, but anyway. All right. Well, let's wrap this baby up. Yeah. All right. So cue the music and. Use the hashtag AskCapstone if you want us to answer any of your hot questions. This could range from industry questions to game preferences, all the way to personal day-to-day questions. Join our Discord and toss a question or comment in the Ask Capstone channel. In addition, make sure to take a look at our latest and upcoming streaming events. Subscribe to the Capstone YouTube channel and hit that bell icon to get the notifications of new content. Lastly, Join us next time when we do a similar Capstone's recap of Origins and Essence spiel with a sneak peek into what is in store for PAX Unplugged. With that, we're out. 
All right. Very good. Bye. Woohoo. <laughs> All right, cool. That was a good one. Yeah, All right. we did it. We'll see you guys. <laughs> when, you, when you said toss a question, I just wanted to Caps start saying toss a question to the Witcher. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Yes. The Witcher? What? I'm for season two. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that reference. The show Eric's, is horrible. <laughs> Eric's watching it. Like, it is horrible. Yeah. It's mm. garbage, but... It's it's Natalie and I don't watch it. Oh my god, there's a scene anymore. in there you're just like, what the oh, hell? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, that's why I'm like at Madara. I like, never told watched you. Game of Thrones. Uh, a, I told you, Kamigami Battles. Leaking out of her shirt. <laughs> Kamigami Battles is way worse. That was yeah. one of the games that's, I think. Oh, that's yeah. big enough that oh, it's yeah. a tip. That was the Japan Anime <laughs> really? Studios or whatever one that, okay. uh, that Eric picked up. Yeah. Interesting.